0: Shalom, brothers and sisters. Shalom. We have a detailed lesson prepared for our brothers and sisters uh, internationally. One of our most important lessons, brothers and sisters, it's called Crabs in the Bucket. Today's dialogue is envy, brothers and sisters, and jealousy. Today we will discuss the lore, the seductiveness, and the danger of envy. We will quantify this spiritual disease that has been plaguing Israelite communities worldwide. Envy... It's one of the worst spiritual diseases that must be absolutely eradicated in order to change the circumstances of our communities, brothers and sisters. Crabs, crabs in a bucket is what transpires a lot of times when there's some level of insecurity there where somebody starts to progress, whether it be spiritually, economically, and then we pull them down. That happens all the time in our communities, brothers and sisters. It's the mentality to say, if I can't have it, neither should you. This happens all the time amongst our people. Why? Because we've been programmed. We've been programmed by our slave masters. So we're going to go into it. Why? Because there's going to come a time when we need each other. And we're going to have to be together in close quarters for an extended period of time, brothers and sisters. So we have to work out the kinks. We have to work out the kinks. We're going to go to uh, Proverbs 14 and 30. Crabs in a bucket.
1: Proverbs 14, verse 30. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy, the rottenness of the bones.
0: Right. So envy expresses the vindictive, inwardly tormenting frame of mind, brothers and sisters, with the displeasure when someone receives the prosperity or advantages over others. So re-
1: read that one more time, brother. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy, the rottenness of the bone. Right, it's an emotional poison that
0: begins with our heart, brothers and sisters. It can swallow our self worth whole. So we have to we have to examine it. And address it, brothers and sisters. Now, we know this is one of the sins that nobody's going to admit to. Nobody ever gets jealous. We understand that, brothers and sisters. That's why it's the most dangerous one, because nobody's going to admit to it. Nobody should have to admit to it. The only thing we have to do is, when we feel this thing rising up in us, to examine it and address it. You don't have to go tell somebody, okay, I was dealing with some level of jealousy or envy. But not to ignore it, because our people... Ignore certain things that become progressively worse and spread like a cancer,
1: brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 30. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy, the rottenness of the bones. The rottenness of the bones.
0: So eventually, brothers and sisters, inevitably, envy leads to personal harm and debilitation, brothers and sisters, affecting one's physical, spiritual, and emotional well-being. And if left unchecked, it gradually leads to destructive and remorseful way of life. And ultimately being estranged or estrangement from the most high God, brothers and sisters. We're going to go through it because the children of Israel deal with this. And the Bible's going to make it clear. We're going to go all the way to the beginning, brothers and sisters. Before Moses, we was dealing with this same thing for us to, you know. To act like this doesn't exist in our community is to do yourself a disservice. It's negligent. Now, you may not be dealing with it personally, but we all can learn something from it and help our brothers and sisters who may be dealing with it. In order to preserve ourselves, in order to elevate ourselves from the enemy, brothers and sisters, we're going to wisdom of Solomon in the Apocrypha. Chapter six, verse twenty three. We're going to the Apocrypha. Please follow us.
1: Wisdom of Solomon 6 and 23. Neither will I go with consuming envy, for such a man shall have no fellowship with wisdom. Wisdom is what? The
0: Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. So without any question, envy and our are growth to
1: spiritually mature. Read that one more time, brother. Neither will I will I go with consuming envy. For such a man shall have no fellowship with wisdom. Right. So
0: envy is a window into the war within, brothers and sisters. It's a reminder. It's a warning. Envy is the sounding of an internal alarm, brothers and sisters. Why? Because you're craving what your father have not chosen to give you, which highlights the fact that our heart is still out of step with the Most High God. So we can learn something from this, brothers and sisters. When you learn something about yourself, you don't ignore it. You actually address it and say, well, why am I feeling like this? Something's not right. We don't ignore it because then it progresses.
1: Read that one more time, brother. Verse 23. Neither will I go with consuming envy, for such a man shall have no fellowship with wisdom. Right.
0: This shows you how detrimental this particular character, this particular spirit, this particular plague is to our spiritual life, brothers and sisters. Nobody will admit this. We understand that. We understand that. But the mission of our church is to have our people look inwardly. Most people, they want to just deal with the pork, the the pagan holiday, all the things you can see with your eye. But when it comes to looking in here, they, they get uncomfortable. They start squirming. That's how the Pharisees were. When Christ started talking about their heart, they got aggressive. So we just want to deal with the things that are on the outside of us that other people can see. We have to deal with the things that other people can't see because those are the issues, brothers and sisters, for all of us. All of us. We are a righteous nation. We are a holy nation. We don't ignore when there's something wrong, brothers and sisters. You don't ignore. It's a symptom that have to be dealt with. We're going to go to Ecclesiasticus 30 and 24. We're going to stay in the apographer, brothers and sisters. Crabs in the bucket. And I want to be clear, this isn't just black people dealing with this, brothers and sisters. All of the children of Israel are dealing with this. And by the end of this lesson, you're going to see historical facts
1: of the things that our people did to each other. Ecclesiasticus 30 and 24. Envy and wrath shorten the life. Read that again, brother. Envy and wrath shorten the life. Envy and other people is the best way to
0: ruin your life, brothers and sisters. Because why? This overlooked emotion can become your biggest adversary. Read that one more time, please, brother. Envy and
1: wrath shorten, shorten the life. How? And Be- careful... Oh, go ahead. You and can- carefulness bringeth age before the time.
0: That's worry right there. Being worried, brothers and sisters. Read that from the top one more time, brother, please. Verse 24.
1: Envy and wrath shorten the life. And carefulness... Bring it age before the time. Envy
0: and wrath to show you what? These two go hand in hand. These two go hand in hand, brothers and sisters. When you're envious, you become wrathful, which means violent, brothers and sisters. So this particular thing will shorten our lives. This self-destructive characteristic leads to what? To depression and anxiety. So the Bible is giving you a little insight on what comes from envy. So that's why we have to magnify it, because it's not just about envy and being jealous. It's what that opens the door for, brothers and sisters. Envy is sourced in low self-esteem and destroys the opportunity to feel peace and happiness, brothers and sisters. We all have to examine this. We all have to examine this, whether it's a, a, a celebrity or, or your boss or your, your cousin or your brother. We have to examine it and and nip it in the bud at its source before it grows like Cain and Abel. Read that one more time, please, brother. Verse 24. Envy and wrath shorten the life. Right. Envy poisons our lives, brothers and sisters. That's what envy does. Envy is the art of counting another man's blessings instead of your own. That's what envy is. Read that one more time, please, brother.
1: Envy and wrath shorten the life. And carefulness bringeth age before the time.
0: Now, if this wasn't a problem. Why does he keep bringing this up? Because this is a problem within our communities. We can't. I'm not going to speak about Gentiles. I don't know, and I don't care what's going on with Gentiles. What I care about is my people living together harmoniously. That's what we care about. And the only way we can do that is to examine ourselves, not to point to another brother and be like, "Yeah, he's he's dealing, or she's dealing with this." No, am I dealing with this? Am I dealing with this? Let me look inside myself. Is there something there? Why? A little bit of leaven, leaveneth the whole lump, brothers and sisters. So for you to know that something is there and to ignore it is gonna destroy you. That's what it's gonna do, brothers and sisters. A little bit of sin rots the whole body. So we're gonna examine it. We're gonna look inwardly, brothers and sisters. We're gonna go to Proverbs 27 and 4, wisdom scriptures. Please follow us. Excuse me.
1: Proverbs 27 and 4. Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous. But who is able to stand before envy?
0: Who is able to stand before envy? So the Bible is telling you that envy is worse than anger and wrath. Why? It needs no provocation like anger and wrath does, brothers and sisters. See, so envy is I envy another man's advantages. So it's not that, oh, when you're angry or wrathful, somebody did something to you. Envy don't work like that. A person haven't even done anything to you, but the
1: envy is there. Read that one more time, brother. Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous. But who is able to stand before envy? To show you that envy is
0: even worse than wrath and anger. That's why we have to deal with it, brothers and sisters. Because envy is deep in a man or woman's heart. Anger is bad. Don't get me wrong. But envy is even worse. Because why? A hot temper is destructive for a short time. But jealousy feeds long bitterness, brothers and sisters. Envy sees everything in a poisoned view. Read that
1: one more time, brother. Verse 4. Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous. But who is able to stand before envy? Right. So the anger
0: is just for a short time. The wrath... It causes your emotions for a short time to not be able to be controlled. But envy eats away at the soul until death, brothers and sisters. That's why. It needs no provocation. Anger is a brother stepped on my shoe or he did something to me. Wrath come from that. The envy, nobody have to provoke you for that. That's something you're dealing with inside yourself. That's why it's so dangerous, brothers and sisters. That's why it's so dangerous. So our, our particular church, we like, to, we like to cleanse ourselves. We like to make sure we purify our hearts. Therefore, we can trust each other and be worthy of the kingdom, brothers and sisters. It's, not, it's less about what you have on and your beard and if you're eating pork and all. All that stuff is good, but there's a higher level. There's a higher level, and that's what the Pharisees didn't get. They didn't want to look inside. They cleaned the outside of the cup, but the heart was filthy. We have to deal with that wicked heart, brothers and sisters. We're going to James in the New Testament 4 and 5. Please follow us.
1: James 4 verse 5. Do ye think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Read that again, brother. Do ye think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? See, so this is definitely an issue, brothers
0: and sisters. Read that one more time. Because examine this, brothers and sisters.
1: Do ye think that the Scripture say it in vain, The spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy?
0: Examine that. This is telling you that that which you envy is a reflection of your lust. See, examine that, brothers and sisters. You only envy the focus of your lust. That's what is magnifying. Because why? Anything that you lust so strongly for, that you would envy the person who's in possession of it, it magnifies your idolatry, because that's what it is, brothers and sisters. That which ye envy is actually idolization. Examine this, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother, because this,
1: the Bible is so deep, brothers and sisters. Verse 5. Do ye think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Right. Right. So whatever it is that you envy of someone else's or you
0: covet is a form of your lust. Therefore, what you lust is idolization. The Bible's going to magnify that. We're going to Colossians 3 and
1: 5. Whatever it is that you envy, you idolize. Colossians 3 and 5. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, Inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. And and what? Covetousness, which is idolatry. See?
0: When you covet something, that's actually a form of idolatry. That's against the Ten Commandments. That's one of the Ten Commandments. You shall not have any idols before the Most High God, brothers and sisters. But if if you feel so strongly about it that you're envying somebody because of it, that's an idol. See, that's why we have to deal with this, brothers and sisters, because the Most High is very serious about this particular sickness, this particular disease, this particular plague. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse five. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry.
0: See, so covetousness, brothers and sisters, reveals That there's still a war of treasury raging in our hearts. Why? Because covetousness exposes the fact that the treasures of this physical world still have powerful ability to seduce and sidetrack us. These particular things that we're envying of have power over us, brothers and sisters. So the Bible's telling you who or what you covet is what you treasure. It's what you idolize, brothers and sisters. The Bible is, he loved us so much that he gave us a a, a cheat code. He gave us a cheat code to understand the things that would lead to brimstone and hellfire. See, Gentiles are not privileged to this. So they're committing these same acts and they're going to be judged for it. He's saying, I love you. Let me show you what's going to lead you off. Look at this, brothers and sisters. He He loved us so much as the children of Israel. He's saying, you will be judged. Let me tell you what you'll be judged on. It's an open book test. These are the things I'm going to test you on. Read that one
1: more time, brother. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness.
0: Right, so covetousness reminds us that there's really a war that is still raging for rulership in our hearts, brothers and sisters. That which we covet is that which we idolize, brothers and sisters. That's the danger in it. Covet. That's also in the Ten Commandments. All the things we're discussing today are within the Ten Commandments, which are the most important, brothers and sisters. Because why? If you're following the Ten, you're following them all. You're following them all. These are the things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. It doesn't make you any less or or any worse or any better. The only thing we're, we're here to do is to examine the condition of our hearts so when that day comes... The Most High can allow us to go into the kingdom. We're not going to ignore the fact that these things exist in our communities, brothers and sisters, which lead to sometimes murder. These things lead to murder. We're not going to ignore it, brothers and sisters. We have to take full responsibility as the judges, as the emperors of the earth. That's who you are. We can't do that with envious and jealous, jealous hearts, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to Ephesians 5 and 5. So we've learned that that which we covet is that which we idolize, brothers and sisters. Because if you feel so strongly about it that you're going to envy somebody for it, whether it's a job or position, a car, or a husband, a wife, a watch, you idolize that. You idolize that. Verse 5, brother.
1: Ephesians 5 and 5. For this he know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater. Read that again. Nor covetous man who is an idolater. To
0: show you that what you covet is an idol. Exa- look at that,
1: brothers and sisters. Examine this. Read that one more time, brother, please. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ See, and of God. This is serious business, brothers and sisters, because this is actually idolization,
0: brothers and sisters. We usually just think, oh, no, it's envy and jealousy. No, it's actually not. It actually opens the door for other spirits to come in, brothers and sisters. you now open the door to be attacked by Satan. If anything that you care so strongly about or you long or yearn so strongly about,
1: that is an idol. Read that one more time, please, brother. Verse 5, for this ye know that no whoremonger nor unclean person No covetous man who is an idolater had any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ. Now, the
0: problem with envy, brothers and sisters, is it's not always easy to identify because its greatest tool is distraction. So when we detect some part of ourself that's uh, wounded or or lonely or insecure, one second, uh, envy turns our attention outward, brothers and sisters. So instead of looking within ourselves to say, why am I feeling like this? We start to look to who has (laughs) what you think you're missing. See, that's the distraction. If I only had more money, if I only had that job, if I only had that spouse, then that would be my happiness. Mm -hmm. See, that's the deceitfulness. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 5. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater, Had any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ. Right. We went there to show you that
0: coveting is actually idolatry. And envy is is hard to detect sometimes. Because rather than address what's going on in our heart, the envy distracts us. So rather than examine why we aren't content in the most high God, that envy lunges after an idol. That's why we have to deal with it, brothers and sisters. That's why we have to deal with, why am I not content? Why am I envying what my sister or my brother had? Why am I not content with what the Most High gave me? That's where we're supposed to be at, brothers and sisters. Not looking to, oh, because he had this and she had this. It's not even about that. It's why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling like this towards my sister or my brother or my mother or my father? Why? Read that one more time before we move on, brother.
1: Verse 5. For this he know. That no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater had any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Right.
0: Now, this even happens in the church, brothers and sisters. This happens in the church. A lot of times we think this only goes on in the world. But, which people, we bring all of our baggage and sit right in the pew, brothers and sisters. <laughs> so, this doesn't only happen. Remember, they tried to overthrow Moses. They, they were feeling some type of way about Moses over some envy and the most high cracked the earth open and swallowed him up. This goes on actually within the truth. And we have to magnify that because a lot of times when we come into the truth, we think everybody's a finished product. Like, oh, I don't got to worry about that. I'm in the truth now. No. People, when you get baptized, that's not a cure at all. People are still struggling. So you have to understand that, brothers and sisters. Nobody's a finished product because they got baptized. We're still struggling. We still have that baggage on us, brothers and sisters. You still have to deal with the same things. We've seen brothers come into a church and then we have sisters in the church and this brother all up in the sister's face. I'm like, this ain't no matchmaker, brother. But I'm not going to think that these things wouldn't go on because of brothers at a Bible study. See, that's ignorant and that's negligent and that's naive. To think that because you're in the truth. You don't have to worry about any of this stuff. This goes on mostly. In the church brothers and sisters. Israelite churches. Christian churches. Baptist churches. This is going on. Brothers and sisters. We're going to go to Sirach. Or Ecclesiasticus. 14 and 9.
1: Ecclesiasticus 14 verse 9. A covetous, man, I, a covetous man's eye is not satisfied with his portion, and the iniquity of the wicked dryeth up his soul. <laughs>
0: Examine this, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time.
1: A covetous man's eye is not satisfied with his portion, and, and the iniquity of the wicked dryeth up his soul. Envy can
0: tell you a lot, brothers and sisters, when you feel this thing in you. It can tell you a lot about your condition, and you need to know what your weakness is So Satan don't exploit it's not It's nothing to be ashamed of when you find out something is a weakness. That means if you're a boxer, I know that my weakness is this. Let me go work on that before I get knocked out. See, that's what happens. It's nothing to be ashamed of. When you have certain weaknesses, you should be happy that you found out it was a weakness before Satan exploited this. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse nine and covetous man's eye is not satisfied with his portion. And the iniquity of the wicked dried up his soul.
0: Brothers and sisters, envy is a window into how easily and consistently we forget. <laughs> we do have the amazing ability to stand in front of a closet overflowing with clothes and say, I ain't got nothing to wear. <laughs> Don't we do that? You do have the amazing ability, the capacity to stand in front of a refrigerator full of food and say, I ain't got nothing to eat. How quickly we forget, brothers and sisters. The sin of forgetfulness is the root of envy. Can you read that one more time, brother?
1: Verse 9. A covetous man's eye is not satisfied with his, his own portion. And the iniquity of the wicked drieth up his soul. See? so we stop thanking the Most High God for what we do have. And then
0: we start looking at people who have what we want. And that's dangerous. Because a brother may have been praying for something for 10 years that another brother have. How are you going <clears> to <throat> handle that? See? That's it right there. And sometimes God will do that. He'll do that right in front of you to see what you're going to do. Yeah, I know you've been praying for that for 15 years. Now this brother has. How are you going to handle that? That's what happens, brothers and sisters. Some people say, "Well, God wouldn't do that." Yes, he would. Yes, he would. To see what the condition of your heart is. How will you handle that? Will you then now envy the brother? Be jealous of the brother? Or will you admire it and take the proper steps that whatever the, the you, whatever this brother have that you want, well, okay, I can learn something from this. How did he get this? How did he get that position? How did he get that car? How did he get this? There's two ways you can go. You can either go into envy to try to destroy the brother or emulation to say, okay, if this brother is no better than me, if he received this, I definitely can receive it. Let me follow those steps. It's easy, brothers and sisters, if the condition of the heart is right. That's where it all stems. Jeremiah 17 and 9. The heart is wicked. Read that one more time, brother.
1: A covetous man's eye is not satisfied with his portion, and the iniquity of the wicked drieth up his soul. Right. We're going to go to Hebrews
0: 13 and 5. Crabs in a bucket. The spirit of envy. Discerning the spirit of envy. Going to Hebrews
1: 13 and 5. Hebrews 13 verse 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. Read that again, brother. And be content with such things as you have. The enemy wants to keep us focused
0: on what we don't have and who you're not, brothers and sisters. That's, that's the enemy. Instead of who God made you and how far you've come. So we stop focusing on that. And start focusing on the
1: things we don't have. That's the enemy. Read that one more time, brother, please. Verse 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. See? So
0: we are to count our blessings, not our troubles, brothers and sisters. Contentment is not something that must be searched for and found. It's an attitude of the heart, brothers and sisters. This is an attitude, this is a matter, this is an issue of the heart. Someone else is happy with less than you have. Remember that. Somebody else is happy with less than what you have. It's a condition of the heart. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he had said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake
0: thee. It says, let your conversation be without covetousness, brothers and sisters. So, usually, a man or a woman who gives his mind to envy and not contentment usually becomes a chronic complainer. (laughs) All the time whining about how much worse his or her situation is than anyone else's. That's one of the signs, brothers and sisters. You have to be able to know that. So, when you see this going on with a sister or with a brother, go to him, encourage him, admonish him into righteousness, brothers and sisters because they're probably dealing with this thing and they shouldn't have to fight this alone. You, as the Bible say, those of you who be strong, go to your brothers and sisters who are weak and help restore them. Those who are strong, everybody can't do this, but those of you all who are stronger spiritually, go to those who are weaker and help, assist them. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse five, let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as ye have, for he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. See, so a
0: man who usually gives his mind to envy is a murmurer, brothers and sisters. Why? Because murmuring is closely related to the attitude of envy. Usually the envy comes from those who are chronic complainers, brothers and sisters. Is that you? Examine yourself. Is that you? If it is, then you repent to the Most High God. You change your ways. As simple as that. This is not an indictment on somebody who has the spirit of envy on. That's not what this is, brothers and sisters. This is an opportunity to correct ourselves so we can make it into the kingdom. Because he already said those who deal with that spirit will not receive the ticket into the kingdom. So would you rather ignore it and act like it don't exist and go to hell? Or would you rather be honest, deal with it and move on? It's not that big of a deal if you're willing to address it. If you're willing to address it, it's not that big of a deal. It only becomes a bigger deal if you choose to ignore it. We're going to go to Wisdom of Solomon 1 and 11. Because the Bible warns us of murmuring and grumbling. Wisdom of Solomon chapter 1, verse 11. Please
1: follow us, brothers and sisters. Wisdom of Solomon 1 and 11. Therefore, beware of murmuring. Which is unprofitable. <clears throat> and refrain your tongue from that Bible. Just read that from the top brother. Therefore beware of murmuring. Which is
0: unprofitable. It's it's unprofitable. Complaining does not profit you at all brothers and sisters. The Bible is telling you that. Those of us who complain. I used to be one of those people. I complained all the time. It was never enough. And it didn't profit me. The most I didn't say you know what you're complaining a lot. Let me give you what you want. <laughs> That's never going to happen brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 11. Therefore, beware of murmuring.
0: Murmuring is repeatedly muttering words that express dissatisfaction or discontentment, brothers and sisters. It's just so we're clear.
1: Therefore, beware of murmuring, which is unprofitable, and refrain your tongue from backbiting. For there is no word so secret that shall go for naught, and the mouth that b- belieth slayeth the soul. See? So it starts there with your,
0: your words, brothers and sisters. The Most High hears all things, so we can't complain, we can't murmur, we're to be content with our portion, brothers and sisters. Once you're content, then you get more. But if you're not content, the mo- why would the Most High give you more? You're not even grateful for what you have. That's where the coveting comes in, brothers and sisters. Can you read that one more time, brother?
1: Verse 11. Therefore beware of murmuring, which is unprofitable, and refrain your tongue from backbiting, for there is no word so secret that shall go for naught, and the mouth that belieeth slayeth the soul.
0: One thing that I learned, and those of us who've been brought low know that the things we used to complain about, when he takes it from us, and we get it back, we never complain again. Because you're like, good grief, thank God I just, you know, because <laughs> I was low, all the way low. Now you're thinking, first, you're thinking the most out for the smallest thing. Think about a person who haven't eaten in a week. Then somebody give him a piece of bread. He like, thank God for this bread. <laughs> thank God for a piece of bread. Yep. He take your home from you. He take your car from you. He take everything from you. When you get it back, it's a bucket. You like, thank God for my bucket. <laughs> thank God for the the mattress that I'm sleeping on. Because if you're not grateful, he'll take it away. Let's go to Proverbs twenty-three and seven, brothers and sisters. Please follow us.
1: Proverbs twenty-three verse seven. For as he thinketh in his heart. So is he. Eat and drink, said he to thee, but his heart is not
0: with thee. So, what is this showing? This is showing that the condition of envy is a sickness of the soul in the heart. A symptom of what? Of pride. That's a symptom of pride, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 7 For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Right.
0: This is a symptom of pride. When you see this, brothers and sisters, when you see envy, this comes from pride. Because you think you deserve more than what you have. (laughs) When the only thing you deserve is death. All of us. See, a lot of times we start (laughs) thinking too highly of ourselves. The only thing any of us deserve is death, brothers and sisters. If we were living in the Old Testament, we'd be dead already. Sometimes we forget that and say, well, I deserve this and I deserve that and I deserve this. And the Most is looking at you like, you... You're lucky you have life right now for all the dirt you've done, done, the filth you've done done throughout your life. We're going to show you that this comes from pride. 1 Timothy 6 and 4 gives edification that envy is a symptom of pride. 1
1: Timothy 6 verse 4. He is proud. Read that again. He is proud, knowing nothing but dotting about questions and stripes of words, whereof cometh Whereof cometh envy. Read that part again. Whereof cometh
0: envy. Proud. Pride. Envy is usually sustained by pride,
1: brothers and sisters. Read that from the top, please. Verse 4. He is proud, knowing nothing, but dotting about questions and stripes of words. Whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, and evil submissings. Right. So in order to
0: cure this plague of envy and jealousy, we must clothe ourselves in humility and contentment, brothers and sisters. That's how, we, that's how we fight this battle. Humility and contentment. Anything that the Most High give me, I'm happy with. Because I know I deserve nothing. We have to stay in that mindset, brothers and sisters. We start thinking that we deserve some stuff. We don't really deserve anything from the Most High. You woke up today. That's really, I mean, what more do you want? And once you put yourself in that low a state as it pertains to your spirit and humility, you clothe yourself, you armor yourself with contentment and humility, then now I can give you the blessing. But as long as you're telling me what you deserve, you get nothing. That, that was me too, brothers and sisters. That was definitely me. That's why I know I don't deserve anything. Anything I get, I just thank the most high for because I know I really deserve the grave. I, that's really what I deserve. And the most high, I think the most high every day for undeserved mercy, because I don't deserve it. None of us do undeserved grace. Everything I have was undeserved. And we have to stand in that spirit, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to Luke 12 and 15. Luke chapter 12, verse 15,
1: brothers and sisters, Luke 12 and 15. And he said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possessed. Right. So we went here to show you that envy
0: thrives off of comparison, brothers and sisters, comparing your situation with someone else's. Not supposed to do that, brothers and sisters. Contentment. Now, I want to be clear. Contentment doesn't mean complacency, brothers and sisters. Contentment means an inner sense of peace, brothers and sisters, that comes from being right with the most high God and knowing that he's in control of all things. That's what contentment is. Doesn't mean
1: to just be complacent where you're at. That's not what we're saying. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 15. And he said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. Right. So contentment. Grows out of humility and trusting
0: God's timing Now some people say Well I mean You're saying he got a plan for me But I'm getting old I mean where is it at I'm about to die Listen brothers and sisters The most high God's timing is unique Moses was 80 years old when he led us out of of Egypt Brothers and sisters So you got to trust the most high's timing Moses was 80 (laughs) So while you're saying you're too old You need to His timing Brothers and sisters You're never too old You're never too old If you're anointed By the most high God Never That's the part That we need to magnify
1: Brothers and sisters Read that one more time Brother And he said unto them Take heed And beware of covetousness For a man's life Consisted not In the abundance Of the things Which he possessed See So your value Is not based on The things
0: that you possess Brothers and sisters We have to remember that Because this world Will tell you that your bank account, the, 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 the clothes that you have on your back, is, determines your worth and value. When that couldn't be more contrary to the Bible, brothers and sisters. So we need to magnify that envy, based in coveting, is a barrier to contentment. It actually stops the contentment. It's a roadblock to contentment, brothers and sisters. Envy and coveting is a fruit of the flesh. It's a sickness of the heart, brothers and sisters. It's a sickness of the heart. Mark 7 and 20 will show. We're going to stick in the gospel. Mark chapter 7, verse 20.
1: Mark 7 and 20. And he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. Now he's going to show you. What's the works of the flesh? What's the issues of the heart? Verse 21. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders thefts, covetousness. See, there it is.
0: Covetousness come out the heart. While you're looking at somebody else, you actually have to look inwardly. Read that from, Read that again, brother, from the top, please.
1: Verse 20. <clears throat> and he said, that which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit. Lasciviousness, an evil eye Blasphemy, pride,
0: foolishness See, these particular things are issues of the heart Brothers and sisters So that means we have to deal with it on a heart level That's why we have to This is why we're magnifying that, brothers and sisters It's not something on the outside of you It's actually something on the inside of us We all have a wicked heart, brothers and sisters From our father Adam Every single person has this wicked heart That had the propensity to destroy to be envious, to be jealous, to murder, to steal. We all had this heart, brothers and sisters. Now, what the most high always tries to magnify is that so many things in life are a test. Now, you may not be getting what you want. Why? Because maybe you have to be happy for what he's doing for somebody else before he can release the blessing to you. Did you ever think about that? See? It's a test, brothers and sisters. He won't start giving you the outward stuff until you work on the inward stuff. So, a lot of times we just sit around waiting on the Most High. I mean, how long is it going to take? He's like, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. You want all this outside stuff? Deal with the inside stuff first. It's a test, brothers and sisters. Life is many tests compiled by the Most High God to strengthen us, to purify our hearts. It's a sickness of the heart, brothers and sisters. So if we notice that we have this thing, listen, I could be, I could be sitting somewhere and I see something, maybe this never happened, but if it did, and I feel some envy rising up in me, a brother drive by in a new car, what do I do? Thank thank you, Lord, for blessing that brother with a car. That's a nice car. I want to give you glory for that brother's car, because I know you have a car for me one day that will fit me uniquely. Now you may not fit, you know, be. you may feel some jealousy there, but you ain't going to let Satan know. You start talking to Satan out loud by thanking the Most High for what it is that you feel like you're envying from a brother. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Ohio, for blessing that, brother. That's a nice car. And I know if I do what's right, you're going to give me a car that's better than that and fits me perfectly. That's what you do. That's how you combat You can't be passive on the sideline and let Satan engage you, brothers and sisters. You have to speak out loud by thanking the Most High God for that thing that you're seeing that's leading you to be jealous or envious Thank you, Father, for giving that brother a nice car. I know if I do what's right, you can give me a nice car. That's how you combat this, brothers and sisters. You don't sit back and let that thing fester and say, I got it under control, though. What do you mean you have it? How do you have sin under control? (laughs) You don't, you're deceiving yourself if you think you got sin under control. You have to examine it and address it, brothers and sisters. He will give you the outward stuff. If you fix the inward stuff, brothers and sisters, when I know there's something that I want out there, and I know personally I've matured enough and, you know, my relationship is close enough to the Most High that the things that I know I want is I'm not getting based on the condition of my heart. I know that it's not about the money and affording it. No, because the Most High will make it available to you. He's like, fix that. I'm telling you what it is. Fix it and I'll give it to you. We just sit back and wait. Man, it's been five years, ten years. When is he going to give it to me? I'm waiting on you to fix what's inside. Fix that and I got you. I will never leave nor forsake you is what the Most High said. A lot of us don't want to change though. We don't want to let it go. We don't want to address it. We have to address it, brothers and sisters. We're going to show you that our people dealt with this in the past. We're going to Acts 7 and 9. Let's go to the, the Acts of the Apostles, brothers and sisters.
1: Acts 7, verse 9. And the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with them. The
0: patriarchs, who are they? The 12 tribes. The fathers of the 12 tribes, brothers and sisters. The patriarchs had envy and
1: did what? Read that one more time, brother. And the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. See? So how
0: can our people sit here and say this ain't a problem in our community? When the forefathers, (laughs) the patriarchs dealt with this, brothers and sisters, against Joseph, envy against Joseph, sold him into slavery, brothers and sisters. So we we needed to magnify that because the envy leads to hatred. The hatred leads to anger. Anger leads to tailbearing and lying. And once that's conceived, it leads to murder, brothers and sisters. That's the deceitfulness of the sin. It's not just envy, and jealousy. It breeds something greater, and our forefathers left us record about it. We're going to go into the 12 patriarchs and the pseudo-pagrypha of the Old Testament, brothers and sisters. We're going to Simeon. The Testament of Simeon, chapter 1, verse 7, brothers and sisters. We're going to the Testament of Simeon. Chapter 1, verse 7, because it said even the patriarchs dealt with envy, selling our brother Joseph
1: into Egypt. So we're going to deal with that envy. The Testament of Simeon, chapter 1, verse 7. For in the time of my youth, I was jealous in many things of Joseph. Read that again, brother. For in the time of my youth, I was jealous in many things of Joseph. To show you that jealousy shows spiritual immaturity.
0: Because my father loved him beyond all. See, so look at this. Because he had favor. A lot of times that's where the envy comes from. Somebody having some favor or privilege.
1: Verse 8. And I set my mind against him to destroy him. Because the prince of deceit sent forth the spirit of jealousy. Wow. And blinded my mind. Read that from the top, brother. Verse 8. And I set my mind against him to destroy him. Because the prince of deceit. Sent forth the spirit of jealousy and blinded my mind. So that I regarded him as not a brother. Nor did I spare even Jacob, my father.
0: Examine this, brothers and sisters. So you started with the jealousy. He said, I look to destroy my own flesh and blood. This is what it breeds, brothers and sisters. This is not a game. This is not something you can control. You have to eradicate it, brothers and sisters. Here we see that it brings dual destruction. This is a diseased state of the mind that harms not only the envier, but he who he envies, brothers and sisters. That's why we have to deal with it. Murder come from this, brothers and sisters. It may start small, but it will progress. That's the deceitfulness of the sin.
1: Read uh, verse 7, brother, please. Verse 7. For in the time of my youth, I was jealous in many things of Joseph, because my father loved him beyond all. And I set my mind against him to destroy him because the prince of deceit sent forth the spirit of jealousy and blinded my mind. So that I regarded him not as a brother, nor did I even spare Jacob, my father.
0: It shows you that jealousy blinds the mind, brothers and sisters. Envy and jealousy blinds men and makes it impossible for them to think clearly. It clouds our judgment, brothers and sisters. It keeps us from appreciating the beauty and the goodness In others, as well as ourselves, because it's blinding our mind. That's what we want to magnify. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse eight. And I set my mind against him to destroy him because the prince of deceit sent forth the spirit of jealousy. Why?
0: Why destroy him? See, the envy comes and says, your happiness is based on taking his. This is what envy does. My happiness is attached to him not having his. Look at how, the, look how deceitful this sickness is, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time.
1: And I set my mind against him to destroy him because the prince of deceit sent forth the spirit of jealousy and blinded my mind. So that I regarded him not as a brother, nor did I spare even Jacob, my father. But his God and the God of his father sent forth his angels and delivered him out of my hand. To
0: show you that even though there was an enemy, the Most High protected Joseph. We want to magnify that because if you are the target of envy, you still stay righteous. You don't go back and forth. You don't fall into sin because somebody's envious of you. You stay in righteousness and the Most High will sustain you. That person will be destroyed. That person who's aiming at, especially if you're doing work of the Most High God, you have that protection, that person will destroy himself based on this envy. The Bible told you. The Bible told you that he will destroy himself because he's blind. Uh, we're going to go to verse 17 Same chapter Chapter 1 verse 17
1: Testament of Simeon Verse 17 For envy ruleth over the whole mind of a man Read that again brother For envy ruleth over the whole mind of a man Over the whole mind Simeon
0: is telling us Brothers and sisters Envy destroys our total personality Our total personality So while you think of something small Bible is telling you something different that's the deceitfulness telling you that's that's something small. Don't worry about that. You got other stuff. No, you need to deal with that.
1: We need to deal with that. Read that again, brother. For envy ruleth over the whole mind of a man and suffereth him neither to eat nor to drink, nor to do any good thing. But it ever suggested to him to destroy him that he envies. See, that's what it leads to. That person that you envy... Sooner or later, if
0: that thing stays there, it's going to convince you to destroy that person that you envy, brothers and sisters. Examine that. Now, these records were before Moses even received the law, brothers and sisters. These were our records before the law was even given to Moses, brothers and sisters. These were the patriarchs. Read that one more time, brother. For,
1: verse 17. For envy ruleth over the whole mind of a man, and suffered him neither to eat nor to drink, nor to do any good thing but it ever suggested to him to destroy him that he envied. And so long as he that is envied flourished, he that envied faded away. See? So the more that this brother or sister <laughs>
0: gains more substance or does better for himself, the envy grows. It just keep growing and growing. Every time this brother, man, he, I mean, he just got another promotion? I mean, I mean, right? In fact, when you hear something happen to the brother, or he's having a struggle. You're actually happy about that. You're like, what? He got into an accident? Does his face hurt? Does his face damage? Is it permanent? Who want to go to lunch? I'm buying. This will go on, brothers and sisters. This is that spirit that come with the envy, with the jealousy, brothers and sisters. So the Bible is telling you that envy destroys our whole personality. Why? Because it can pull you into a deep depression with that jealousy, brothers and sisters. It makes you look at life in a completely ugly fashion. It floods the entire self to drown, brothers and sisters. You're no longer who you used to be. The righteousness, the, the innocence that you had has now been drowned out by envy and jealousy for another brother or sister by coveting something that they have. By coveting something that they have that the Most High didn't see fit for you to have right now. Something you're idolizing is going to cause you to destroy your brother or your sister. This is what goes on in the ghettos every day, brothers and sisters. Sisters deal with it too. They they compete with everybody. Sisters will tell you. They compete with everybody. At least sisters before they're in the truth. They are competing with every woman that's in the room. A lot of non-believers do that too. One brother told me, he was honest with me. He said... Every time I meet some person in my mind, I think, Am I better than him? Every time I meet somebody, I'm thinking, Am I better than him? This is what's going on, brothers and sisters. This is what's going on, the comparison. The Bible is showing you that the person who envies can never achieve peace of mind, his personality is forever destroyed. Read 17 one more time, brother.
1: Verse 17. <clears throat> For envy ruleth over the whole mind of a man, and suffereth him to neither neither to eat nor to drink, nor to do any good thing. But it ever suggested to him to destroy him that he envied. And so long as he that is envied flourisheth, he that envied fades away. Two years, therefore, I afflicted my soul with fasting in the fear of the, in the, of the Most High. And I learnt that deliverance from envy cometh by the fear of God.
0: See, there is deliverance, brothers and sisters. He said, listen, I fasted. He recognized it. He didn't ignore it. He didn't say, oh, I got that. That's under control. No, he he realized that there was something going on inside himself and said, I'm not going to ignore it. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to fast and I'm going to follow the most high God's commandments. I'm going to show love to my brother. That's how you overcome this. Not ignore it until it becomes something bigger, brothers and sisters. Not till it becomes something big. Read the next scripture, brother.
1: Verse nine. For if a man flee to the most high... The evil spirit runs away from him and, it, and his mind is light. See?
0: So you have to pull yourself out of that spirit of envy or jealousy. Recognize what's going on and say, hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm wilding right now. I'm tripping. I, I should never feel this way about my sister or my brother. I'm tripping right now. Something is going on. This is not me. Let me go repent to the most High. This is not me. You can do that, brothers and sisters. But as long as you're saying it's not there, then you can never deal with it, brothers and sisters. This The, the real maturity, the spiritual development comes when you recognize something that's unbecoming about yourself and you address it. We're going to go to Simeon, chapter 2, verse 7. Simeon is, he's being honest about the envy he had towards Joseph.
1: Testament of Simeon, chapter 2, verse 7. Do ye also, my children, love each one his brother with a good heart. And the spirit of envy will withdraw from you. This is the cure, brothers and sisters. To love your brother. Say, I don't
0: know, I mean, I don't know what's gotten into me. This is my brother. This is my sister. I should never be envious or jealous of what she or he have. You have to combat this with love, which is showing you that envy is toxic to our joy, for it is inherently tied to sadness. Sadness for the good of others. These people who are envious... They're sad, brothers and sisters. You can look in their face and tell they're sad. This is what bring. This is what this brings on. This is what this spirit brings on. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse seven. Do ye also, my children, love each one his brother with a good heart, and the spirit of envy will withdraw from you. For this, make it savage the soul and destroy the body. See, look how this destroys the body, brothers and sisters. It destroys
0: itself. If envy. Could take a shape, it would be a boomerang <laughs> because it's getting ready to come right back and hit you in the head. Look at this, this is the look at this, brothers and sisters. Look at how crafty Satan is. He gives you a feeling that actually destroys yourself. You, you destroy yourself. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 8 For this maketh savage the soul and destroy the body, it causes anger and war in the mind. See, it causes anger. So now you're angry.
0: It causes war in the mind, which means you're sorry for. Them. See, brothers and sisters, envy is so harmful to the envious because it encourages them to believe that what they lack in comparison to others <laughs> is their true happiness. Well, I'm not happy because I don't have what my brother have. Because I don't have what she have, I'm not happy. That's the danger, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother, please.
1: For this make it savage the soul and destroy the body. It causes anger and war in the mind. And stir, up up, and stir it up unto deeds of blood.
0: Deeds of blood. That means murder will creep in. Because once you sit with that spirit, then you become angry. <laughs> then you become wrathful. Because I mean, well, this brother, I mean, he, it seemed like everything going right for this brother. This sister to get everything. I mean, everything's easy for her. Then you start getting wrathful. And then all it takes is one more thing or one opportunity and you'll kill this brother. Because you believe your happiness is tied to what he has or what she has. Examine how this destroys us, brothers and sisters. It puts happiness outside of your control. It makes it unreachable because you believe your happiness is tied to something that somebody else has. That's where the depression comes in, brothers and sisters. Can you read that one more time, brother?
1: Verse 8. For this maketh it savage the soul and destroyeth the body. It causeth anger and war in the mind. And stir it up unto deeds of blood. And leadeth the mind into frenzy. And causes tumult to the soul and trembling to the body. For even in sleep malicious jealousy gnaws. See? Even when they sleep, brothers and sisters,
0: that thing is just eaten away. you ever heard the, t- the term... I'm eating away with envy. Or envy is just eating away at me. This is what it does, brothers and sisters. If you let that thing fester, this is what it's going to turn into. It's eating you away inside. Read that one more time, please, brother.
1: Verse 9. For even in sleep, malicious jealousy gnaweth, And with wicked spirits disturb disturbeth the soul. And
0: with wicked spirits, plural, which show you it bring other spirits, brothers and sisters.
1: And cause it the body to be troubled and waketh the mind from sleep and confusion. And as a wicked and poisonous spirit, so appeareth it to men. See?
0: So envy can be a destructive emotion, not only mentally, but
1: physically, brothers and sisters.
0: Verse 10. Examine this next scripture, brothers and sisters.
1: Therefore was Joseph calmly in appearance, and goodly to look upon, because no wickedness dwelt in him. Because what? No wickedness dwelt in him. Because what? No wickedness dwelt in
0: him. Examine that, brothers and sisters. That shows you that your appearance, the look in your face and how you upkeep yourself is showing you the condition of how somebody feel inside. Look at this, brothers and sisters. You can look at a man's face and understand that he's not happy. But in itself, there's some envy, there's some hatred lying there examine that brothers and sisters you can't even hide this this is in your face people can look at you and tell that's why white people they they look at us and see us face all bald out they can know like I'm getting away from this brother this brother will murder me he is not happy with himself you can see it right in his face you can see the wickedness in his face brothers and sisters the unhappiness the sorrow the anxiety and depression read that one more time brother
1: therefore was Joseph calmly in appearance and goodly to look upon because no wickedness dwell in him. For some of the trouble of the spirit, the face manifests. Read that part again. For some of the trouble of the spirit, the face manifests.
0: Examine that, brothers and sisters. Look at that. It's in your face, brothers and sisters. You can't hide this. You can look at a man in his face and see, or a sister in her face and say, Listen, this person is happy. <laughs> this person is joyful. They're smiling. They're happy. You can tell what's going on in here. You can see the sorrow in a man's face, brothers and sisters. All this come from envy. This is why we had to address it, brothers and sisters. This is why, because it's destructive not only to the person you envy, but to yourself. This will have you destroy yourself, brothers and sisters. Our forefathers sold our brother Joseph, who was the father of the Blaikwatainos or the Puerto Ricans, Ephraim, into slavery based on envy, brothers and sisters. So there's no way that an Israelite can say, this is not going on in our community. You may not be dealing with it, but it's definitely going on in our community. Brothers and sisters, we're going to go to Gad. Testament of Gad. So we needed to show first that this is the, this is why we say the the look is the hook, brothers and sisters. Because it's not everything, but looking at you and how you can tell how a man feel about himself or how a sister feel about himself by looking in a man's face. That's the importance, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to Testament of Gad, chapter one, verse. We're going to read verse 22. Please follow us.
1: Testament of Gad, chapter one, verse 22. For hatred worketh with envy. Read that again, brother. For hatred hatred, worketh with envy. See? Also against them
0: that prosper. See? So, it's showing you that hatred comes from that envy. See how this... Look at this trail now, brothers and sisters. It's not just the envy. With that comes hatred. Why? Because the person keeps flourishing. So, now hatred is in you. Read that
1: again, brother. For hatred worketh with envy also against them that prosper. So long as it heareth of or seeeth their success, it always languishes. Read that part again. For as long as it heareth of or seeeth their success... It always languishes. See? So as long as this person becomes,
0: keeps being successful, that anger just continues to grow and it turns into hatred. Now, I hate this brother. I hate this sister. If I get a chance, I will kill this sister. I will kill this brother. I will lie. I will slander this brother. Because why? She have privileges that I don't have or he have privileges that, that the Most High haven't given me. Verse 23
1: for as love would quicken even the dead, and would call back them that are condemned to die, so hatred would slay the living. And those that had sinned, venially, it would not suffer to live. For the spirit of hatred working together with Satan. See? So I'll show you that envy breeds hatred. And that hatred
0: works together with Satan, brothers and sisters. Why? Because hatred erases guilt. It erases self-awareness. So this is one reason why this particular sin is so deceitful. Why? Because when you do something to that brother, you're justified in your mind because you hate him so much. You won't even say it's wrong anymore because you, you hate this brother now or you hate this sister. See? Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 24. For the spirit of hatred working together with Satan through hastiness of spirits and all things to men's death. For the spirit of love working together with the law of God. And long suffering unto the salvation of men. So
0: this is showing that Satan uses envy as an accelerant, brothers and sisters. <laughs> See, because this intense envy can turn into anger. Or first it turns into hate. Then it turns into anger. Or violence. If it's not constructively addressed. This is just an accelerant, brothers and sisters, to other spirits. That's why we have to deal with it here. Deal with the here at the envy, at the jealousy stage, before it spreads into something that gets out of control, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 24.
1: For the spirit of hatred worketh together with Satan through hastiness of spirits, in all things to men's death. But the spirit of love worketh together with the law of God and long suffering unto the salvation of men. Hatred, therefore, is evil, for it constantly mated with lies. Read that again, brother. Hatred, therefore, is evil, for it constantly made it with lying. See,
0: so now we're highlighting the progression of envy. See, now it's leading to lying. So now you're lying on the brother. Now you're slandering the sister. Yeah, yeah. I always knew that he was. You know, I always knew he wasn't really right with the Most High. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew. I knew he wasn't really right. Yeah, I saw him here. See. Look at this. Look at how this progresses to now you'll go slander, brother. Anytime you get a chance to sabotage his name, you'll do that now. <laughs> Look at how deep the Bible is. And guess what? Gentiles are not. <laughs> Gentiles don't don't get this. This is a privilege to be able to read this, brothers and sisters, because all of this will destroy you. And they don't even know it. So they sit right with the envy and don't think it's a problem. The most I saying, listen, I love you. Let me give you the insight into what this is going to do to you if you don't address it. This is love here, brothers and sisters, because Gentiles have no idea of this knowledge and how detrimental these things can be. That's the importance of being a Hebrew, of an is- being an Israelite. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 25. Hatred, therefore, is evil, for it constantly made it with lying, speaking against the truth, and it make it small things to be great, it cause it the light to be darker. See, so now even the smallest thing that
0: this brother or sister do, you're going to blow it out of proportion. <laughs> because you already hate the brother. See? Nothing that this brother can do now is right in your eyes. <laughs> Nothing. This brother can be doing some philanthropy, passing out food. you like, nah, he's just doing that because he want to be seen. Yeah, he really don't care about people. He just want to be seen. <laughs> it blinds you. Then you start lying on the brother. Or lying on the system. Yeah, I saw him doing that one day. Yeah. Yeah, he be talking to girls online. hmm Yeah, I knew it. I'm trying to damage somebody's reputation now. This is what come with it.
1: Hatred, therefore, is evil. For it constantly made it with lying, speaking against the truth. And it make it small things to be great and cause it the light to be darkness. And call it sweet bitter and teaches slander. See, there go to
0: slander right there. Now you're slandering the
1: brother. So slander is not
0: just a lie. Slander is, I know something about a brother that may not paint him in a, you know, a godly perspective. But I'm going to share it anyway. Even though it's the truth, there's things that's that's true about all of us that you wouldn't want shared with other people, right? Because I spoke to a brother years ago about this. And he was like, well, it's not slander if it's true. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, maybe in the world, brother, there's some things that is true about you, but you would not like it if I went and told so-and-so about it, would you? That's that slander because you're sharing information to change somebody's perception of this person. That's slander, and it's not of the most high God. And this is what happens, brothers and sisters. This comes with that envy. To where now you'll be publicizing sensitive information about a sister or brother to sabotage their reputation. This is what happens.
1: And teacheth slander, and kindleth wrath, and stirreth up war, and violence, and all covetousness. It filled the heart with evil and devilish poison. See? Examine it. This is the progression of envy. If you're
0: not careful, all of these things is what it can manifest into. Just started as a little jealousy. Just start as a little envy. Now look. That's the deceitfulness of the sin, brothers and sisters. That's the deceitfulness of it. Read verse 15, brother.
1: Verse 15, And now, my children, hearken to the words of truth to work righteousness and all the law of the Most High. And go not astray through the spirit of hatred, for it is evil in all the doings of men. See, if you deal with hatred, everything that you do is evil, the Bible is telling you. Verse 16, Whatsoever a man doeth, the hater... Abominated him. <laughs> Examine this, brother. this sisters. read that again, brother. Whatsoever a man doeth, the hater abominated him. And though a man worketh the law of the Most High, he praises him not. <laughs> See? So when you hate a brother or sister, no matter what he do, <laughs> you're like, nah, nah. He just
0: passing out food. That's a tax write off. He ain't really, you know. <laughs> Even when you know the brother is trying to do right for the Most High, you're like, nah. Nah, he just want to be seen. I'm
1: going to find something wrong with what this brother doing. Nah. <laughs> Read that again, brother. Verse 16. Whatsoever a man doeth, the hater abominateth him. And though a man worketh the law of the Most High, he praises him not. And though a man feareth the Most High, and taketh pleasure in that which is righteous, he loveth him not.
0: Right, see? You could be showing love to the brother. you like, nah.
1: I don't want your love, brother. I'm good.
0: I'm good. <laughs> Based on... This brother don't even know what's going on. you envying this brother. He's done nothing to you. You Now you hate this brother because he got a nice car or he got a, a, a position or something that, that that you think should be delegated to you. Look at this. <laughs> now you're hating a brother who's done nothing to you or a sister that's done nothing to you. This is what goes on, especially with you all in the truth. You're going to have people who recognize your righteousness and they're going to slander you and they're going to hate you just based on your, your advancement in spirituality. This is what's going on, brothers and sisters. At your job, this is what's going on. You've done nothing to these people, but they're going to slander you. Nothing can you do that's right in their eyes. Nothing. This is what this is what that hatred does. Where you can't even see the good in a brother. You can't even see the good. Everything is evil because why? Your eye, your eye is evil. What scripture did you leave off on, brother?
1: I just finished 16. All right. Uh, Can you read 17, please? Verse 17. He despaired the truth. Or, yeah, he despraised the truth. He envied him that prospered. He welcomed evil speaking. Examine
0: this. He welcomed evil speaking. So now he's opening up forms for anybody that can say anything negative about you. Examine that, brothers and sisters. Isn't this what happened? Now, because I'm your enemy, anybody that's his enemy is now my friend. <laughs> this is what goes on. Would you got something bad to say about him? <laughs> Come over here. Now now your enemies are hanging out now. <laughs> it, it, look at how the Bible is so detailed, brothers and sisters. It says he invited evil speaking. Not like anybody else know some dirt about him or her? <laughs>
1: Read that again, brother. Verse 17. He it the truth he envieth him that prosper he welcometh evil speaking he loveth arrogance for hatred blindeth his soul For what? hatred blindeth his soul as I also then looketh on Joseph see now this was Gad (laughs) to show you that this just
0: wasn't Simeon Gad was dealing with this jealousy so it's not just I want to be clear it's not just Benjamin Judah and Levi the black tribes that are dealing with this the other tribes are dealing with this ailment too this plague brothers and sisters of envying each
1: other. Verse eighteen: Beware, therefore, my children of hatred, for it worketh all uh, lawlessness, even against the Lord Himself. For it will not hear the words of His commandments concerning the loving of one's neighbor, and it sinneth against God. See that
0: hatred will have you not love your brother like the Bible command you to, because the hatred has blinded you. It's so strong in you.
1: Verse 20. Examine this next scripture, brother. For if a brother stumble, it delighteth immediately to proclaim it to all men. <laughs> and it's urgent that he should be judged for it. <laughs> Examine this. Now, brothers and sisters, I know you've dealt with this in the world. Read it again, brother, please. For if a brother stumble, it delighteth immediately to proclaim it to all men. See, when a brother stumbled, <laughs> it delighted him to go tell everybody. Like, yeah, you saw him? mm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw him. You going to go tell everybody. See, that's all you were waiting on. See, you need to watch out for a person like that because some people lie dormant and wait for a stumble and then go smear you before the world and say, I knew he wasn't, really wasn't with the most high. Most high was gonna judge him. I already knew I've been around the brother. I've been around the sister. Yeah, he a drunkard. Yeah, he a fornicator. He'd be liking lustful pictures on uh Twitter. See, this is what's gonna happen, brothers and sisters, when you got a hater around you. As soon as you stumble, he gonna go tell the whole world. That's that hater. That's that envy. Read
1: that one more time, brother. Verse 20. For if a brother stumbled, it delighteth immediately to proclaim it to all men. And it's urgent that he should be judged for it. It's
0: urgent that he should be judged for it. Why? Because in the Old Testament, when you broke a law, you, you, you know, you was killed for it. So he's like, no, he need to be judged now. <laughs> no, not tomorrow. He need to be killed right now. This is what happens, brothers and sisters. This is what happens. No mercy. No grace. Yeah, he stumbled. He slipped. He need to be made a uh, uh, We need to judge this brother right now before everybody. The story Daniel. <laughs> so, our people been do- dealing with this, brothers and sisters. Our people been dealing with this, but they make it seem as if this is something small when it's not. It's small when you catch catching in the beginning stages of just envy. But once it starts to grow, as, as it starts to mature, it becomes something that you can't handle, something that will destroy you and everybody around you. That's why people who are dealing with this, we need to admonish them and bring them, try to restore them back into faith or separate from them completely. Brothers and sisters, before they destroy themselves and everybody around them. Um, read twenty one more time, brother.
1: Verse 20. For if a brother stumbled, it delighted immediately to proclaim it to all men. And it's urgent that he should be judged for it and be punished and be put to death. See, this is what envy leads to, brothers and sisters. We're
0: going to go to the Testament of Dan. We're going to go to the Testament of Dan, brothers and sisters. Chapter 1, verse 10.
1: Testament of Dan, chapter 1, verse 10. And now, my children, behold, I am dying and I tell you of a truth. That unless you keep yourselves from the spirit of lying and of anger and love, truth, and long-suffering, you shall perish. See, to show
0: you that that anger, with that anger, well, first you get the envy. Then comes the hatred because the person is still flourishing. Then comes the anger every time something positive happens for them. And then you start lying. Now you're about to start lying on this brother or this sister. So all of these things entail When you allow that particular spirit of envy to fester. Verse
1: 11. For anger is blindness and does not suffer one to see the face of any man with truth. Examine that, brothers and sisters. You can't see the good in
0: the brother at all or the sister. Nothing that this brother or sister can do is going to be right in your eyes because you're already angry and have hatred in your heart.
1: Verse 12. For though it be a father or a mother... He behaved towards them as enemies. Though it be a brother, he knoweth him not. Though it be a prophet of the most high, he disobeyeth him. Though a righteous man, he regardeth him not. Though a friend, he doth not acknowledge him.
0: To show you, when this thing takes you over, it don't matter if this your mother, your father, your brother, your wife, it don't matter. You've you've now been overtaken. None of that matters because you're blinded by your hatred and
1: your anger. Verse 13. For the spirit of anger encompasseth him with the, with the net of deceit and blindeth his eyes and through lying darkeneth his mind and giveth him his his own peculiar vision and wherewith encompasseth it his eyes with hatred of heart so as to be envious of his brother. To show you that the hatred and the envy are linked, brothers and sisters,
0: so anger and hatred are what precede envy. That's why you have to deal with it here. Now we already read anger, first of all, Gives provocation provocation to the word. Then it leads to an action. It's going to show you that.
1: Verse 15. For anger is an evil thing, my children. For it troubleth even the soul itself. And the body of the angry man it maketh his own. And over his soul it geteth the mastery.
0: And over his soul it geteth the mastery. It will overtake you. Anger. You ever seen red? You can not even control yourself. You ever seen that? People say they didn't kill their parents; they couldn't even control themselves. I don't know how many times I stabbed them. I stabbed him, you know. That's what happens when that anger overcome you. The that shot his babysitter and dad. <laughs> this will go on when that anger come over you, brothers and sisters.
1: Verse sixteen, and the body of the angry man it maketh it its own, and over his soul it geteth it the mastery, and it bestoweth upon the body power that it may work all iniquity. And when the body does all these things, the soul justifies what is what is done.
0: See, that's the dangerous part, right there, brothers and sisters. It's dangerous because it places one in a state where thinking ceases and the passion takes course. It now blinds you to where now you, you'll justify what you're doing. You'll make up a reason. Well, I mean, that's what the anger does. Now you're ignoring the law. You know it's wrong, but you're going to justify it because you're so angry. Our brother Dan is telling us this. This is what happens. This shows the deceitfulness of the sin. We're moving down the path of envy, brothers and sisters. Read, uh, let me see here. Read 10 one more time, brother.
1: Verse 10. And now, my children, behold, I am dying. And I tell you of a truth that unless you keep yourselves from the spirit of lying and of anger, and love truth and long suffering, you shall perish. See? It's showing you
0: that lying comes with this, brothers and sisters. We want to stay there because we've now traced this whole thing up from envy to what? To hatred, anger, now lying and slander. This is w- with the next step once this thing is able to breed, brothers and sisters. We're going to show you. We're going to James 3 and 14. We're going back to the Bible. Lying is now the next step of envy, brothers and sisters. <clears throat> it takes on a life of its own, brothers and sisters.
1: James 3 and 14. But if he have bitter envying and strife in your heart, glory not, and lie not against the truth. Read that again, brother. But if he have bitter envying and strife in your heart, glory not, and lie not against the truth. And
0: lie not against the truth. <laughs> so, brothers and sisters, our envy is ever hardly confessed. Not even to ourselves. So, usually, a person will never admit that they're envious. When they have a problem with a brother, they'll never say it's because I'm envious of him. Well, I'm envious of her. What they'll do is they'll point to something else. They'll say, well, I mean, it was because of this right here. Well, you know, I bought, he, he borrowed bought some money from me. They'll always point to something else. They'll never actually say the reason they don't like her or him is because they're envious. Oh, they do that in the church. They'll point to something and say, well, because they're not teaching this. It's not because we're not teaching that Because if we would have been teaching that You would have still had a problem Because the problem isn't what we're teaching It's your envy in your heart for your brothers Who've done nothing to you (coughs) So a person who's envious will never admit this Brothers and sisters They will hardly ever admit this What they'll start to do is lie Lie against the truth They will never admit it They'll point to something else To make it seem like well You know this is why I don't like her Or this is why I don't like her Not because I'm jealous or I'm envious of them. It's
1: because of this over here. Read that again, brother. Verse 14. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. So
0: they'll not admit to the envy. They'll point to something that had nothing to do with the root of their envy. So they'll start to sabotage and assassinate a person's character. (laughs) They'll start operating in the spirit of bearing false witness to damage your reputation. Just to, hide, to the, hide the fact that they were envious. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say it was because he did this. Or it was because she did that. When it's really something else.
1: Continue brother. Verse 15. This wisdom descended not from above. But is earthly. Sensual and devilish. See this is a demonic spirit. Brothers and sisters. This is a demonic spirit. Because it
0: opens the door up. This envy opens the door for hatred. For anger
1: for bearing false witness and for murder. Verse 16, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion And every evil work. Right. See, so every evil work comes out of this envy and strife.
0: Everything a person do when this is at the core is evil, brothers and sisters, because they have envy in their heart based on being covetousness, being, you know, covered in something that belonged to some another sister or another brother. Instead of just dealing with what they have. So it just started off wanting something that somebody else had. And now, this thing is out of control. This is one of the most deceitful sins, brothers and sisters. One of the most destructive sins, brothers and sisters. So we had to deal with this. Because each person have to examine themselves and say, you know, am I dealing with this? Or if you feel yourself dealing with it, to take care of it. Take care of it right away. Go to Wisdom of Solomon 2 and 24, brother. We know this is a longer lesson, but it had to be, quite frankly, brothers and sisters.
1: It had to be. Wisdom of Solomon 2 and 24. Nevertheless, through envy of the devil came death into the world. Read that again, brother. Nevertheless, through envy of the devil came death into the world. See, because it leads to death. It leads to murder,
0: brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Nevertheless, through envy of the devil came death into the world. And they that do hold of his side do find it. See, so eventually envy leads to action, brothers and sisters.
0: Maybe not right away. You think it's under control, but it's going to fester and it's going to lead to an action. Because why? That same envy convinced Cain to shed his brother's blood. Why? Because he was moved by hatred through the envy, brothers and sisters. Envy is the sword by which the first man was killed. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 24. Nevertheless, through envy of the devil came death into the world. See? Death. Cain and Abel. That was the first death. That was through envy.
0: That was through envy. It wasn't because, it wasn't only because the Most High rejected his sacrifice, but it was because he accepted his brothers. See? So we have to magnify that, brothers and sisters. Because the whole earth is running off this same wickedness. Uh,
1: verse 24. Nevertheless, through envy of the devil came death into the world. And they that do hold of his side do find it. Right, so why, why do we go here?
0: Because the Bible is showing you that the burden of envy is usually carried by someone you have a relationship with, brothers and sisters. Your contemporaries. When you look at uh, murder, 75% of all murders happen by somebody known to the the victim, brothers and sisters. You don't go kill somebody (laughs) that you don't know. I mean, if you need a mind, you probably do, but, you know, (laughs) that's not how a mind works. You're usually not envious of somebody you don't know. You're not envious of Bill Gates. You don't even know Bill Gates. You're envious of that person that grew up with you. Why? Because usually envy, the way it works is, when I see a prize fighter get a first round KO, I'm not envious of that because I'm not a prize fighter. (laughs) So you usually only envy people who are in your same lane. (laughs) That's how it works. When I see a, a singer sell out a, a, a stadium, I'm not, you're not envious of that because you're not a singer. But when you see somebody that's in your same lane, that's where the envy comes. That's exactly where it comes because why did she got it? Why do he got it and not me? When we're the same. We grew up in the same hood. We're the same age. We're the same race. i want to show you. We're going to Ecclesiastes 37 and 10. We're almost done here, brothers and sisters. Please follow us. We're
1: rounding it up here. Ecclesiastes 37 and 10. Consult not with one that suspected thee, and hide thy counsel from such as envy thee. Hide thy counsel from such that envy thee, brothers and sisters. Why?
0: Because usually the envy is closer than you actually expect, brothers and sisters. Especially when you're dealing with people who are not following the Most High God. The Bible is showing you that. Read that one more time.
1: Consult not with one that suspects thee, and hide thy counsel from such as envy thee. See? So
0: more times than not, the envy is rooted in someone you have a relationship with. That's why you have to be careful and you have to watch, brothers and sisters. See? This is why it's important to surround yourself with the right people. People are looking to better themselves. People who are looking to better themselves, not to ignore certain things. We want people to say, OK, yeah, I was wrong about that. And I was slipping and I was tripping. And I'm going to get that right. And I'm not too proud to say it. those are the people you want to be around. Not a person that's going to act like none of this is tearing them up inside. Because now we know the person that's envious is dealing with anger, hatred, lying, sickness, anxiety, depression. And you're going to sit there and act like you're not dealing with this. Brother, you need to get away from me. <laughs> You get away from me because you you got all this
1: in you And you're acting like you don't Read that one more time brother Verse 10 Consult not with one that suspects thee And hide thy counsel from such as envy thee Right why is he saying hide thy counsel Which means don't go to
0: them about nothing Because these are the same people that's absorbing Everything they can to later on destroy you Because why envy is especially directed at those who we compare ourselves to brothers and sisters so even though it's carefully disguised enemy uh, excuse me <laughs> envy is betrayed through indirect expressions why because certain friends are they love you when they see you and when you're out of their presence they don't really like you at all <laughs> see you have that especially if you grew up in the ghetto I love you when I see you. When you're out of my sight, I have no regard for you. And see, when I feel this spirit on a person, I've spoken to them for the last time and they don't even know it. (laughs) Because I'm not going to announce it to you that you're dealing with this spirit. I'm not going to answer the phone and I'm never going to call you again. You're done in my life. I'll cut you off completely. Because you will try to destroy me and everything that's righteous around me. So when you feel this spirit on somebody, you don't have to go announce it. (laughs) Brothers and sisters, you don't have to announce it. Why? The Bible's telling you. Ecclesiasticus 6 and 8. Examine this scripture, brothers and sisters.
1: Ecclesiasticus 6 verse 8. For some man is a friend for his own occasion. See, that's why. Read it one more time, brother. For some man is a friend for his own occasion and would not abide in the day of thy trouble. See, so you have people who are what they call just-in-case friends. (laughs) So... I
0: really don't like you, but just in case (laughs) you can hook me up with that job, I'm going to act like I like you. Just in case I can borrow some money from you later on, (laughs) I'm going to bite my tongue. I really don't like you, but just in case I can use you for something later on, I'm going to act like I like you. The whole relationship is based on just in case. So maybe they're not strong enough to go against you right now. So I'm going to just hang around just in case because I got access to your resources. So I'm going to act like I like you. See? this would be all up in your space a person acting like they like you just in case you become famous just in case you blow up the bible is telling you that just in case read that one more time brother
1: verse 8 for some man is a friend for his own occasion and will not abide in the day of thy trouble see
0: Showing you that the envy usually is closer than you ever expect, brothers and sisters. That's why you have to weed those people out. People who don't follow the Most High God, who have the spirit of envy and no contentment. They're complainers. This person have to get away from you. This person needs to get away from you because it can can do too much damage. Too much damage can come from this person being amongst you, brothers and sisters. And this is running loose in the ghettos. Not with one or two. Mostly all of them are running around Jealous of each other And we all are poor We're all slaves and servants And we're jealous of each other This is what goes on So this, Some people Don't want to celebrate When somebody's doing a good thing In fact they don't even want to see When somebody's being celebrated For doing a good thing Those people right there <laughs> Those are the ones you want to get away from See Because they can't be happy for someone else That right there, there's envy there. There's hatred there. There's anger there. There's selfishness there. See? So watch that, brothers and sisters. A person who can't be happy, can't stand when somebody else is getting attention or celebrated, can't congratulate you when you get your new job or... or, See? That's the one right there. You have to watch the subtle expressions, brothers and sisters. You have to watch the subtle expressions. Go to Ecclesiasticus 14 and 8. We got about six more scriptures and we're done.
1: Ecclesiasticus 14 verse 8. The envious man hath a wicked eye. He turneth away his face and despiseth men.
0: See, so when we let envy and comparison take root in our lives, what do they do, brothers and sisters? They rot us down to the bone, like Proverbs tells us. Read that one more time, brother.
1: The envious man hath a wicked eye. He turneth away his face and despiseth men. See? So
0: when this envy arises, it destroys our appetite and our ability to enjoy anything that's good or righteous, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time. Examine this part right
1: here, brothers and sisters. Verse 8. The envious man hath a wicked eye. He turneth away his face and despiseth men. He, He what? Despiseth men. No, read that... He, tur- he turneth away his face and despiseth men. He
0: turneth away his face. What does this mean? This means he's secretly scorned. <laughs> he will never tell you. He's sitting right there and he's scorned or she's scorned. Look at this. So you don't even know this is going on with this brother or sister. See, look at this, brothers and sisters. Look at how, <laughs> look how copious the Bible is. He has secret disdain for you. You don't even know it. She don't even know it. He turneth his face away, brothers and sisters.
1: Read that one more time, brother, please. The envious man hath the wicked eye. He turneth away his face and despiseth men.
0: Right. So the envier is evil because he views those who are in possession of what he covets as an enemy. Anybody who has what he idolizes or covers is now an enemy. That's why he's evil. We're going to show you Matthew 6 and 23. Actually, read that one more time before we
1: move on. Verse 8. The envious man hath a wicked eye. He turneth away his face and despises men.
0: The envious man hath a wicked eye. We're going to show you how Matthew links flawlessly to this wicked eye. Matthew 6, 23.
1: Matthew six and twenty three, but if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. See, so see a brother that have an envious
0: eye is all evil, hundred percent, hundred percent. There's no good part in him. Read that one more time,
1: brother. But if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? See, so
0: never underestimate the power of envy to destroy brothers and sisters. Never underestimate that. This is not some small thing that you have in check. You may think you have it in check, but that's the deceitfulness of the sin, brothers and sisters. It's necessary to realize that (laughs) one can't choose to be envious. I mean, one can choose to be envious or they can choose something else. You don't have to be envious, brothers and sisters. There's alternatives, like what? Emulation. If somebody has something that you want, you find out how they got it and then you do that. See, so you don't have to be (laughs) you don't have to be jealous and envious because why? A lot of times. The envy comes with the recognition that somebody inferior to us has a privilege that we haven't taken the steps to gain. So usually the person that has this particular privilege took the step to gain this privilege. That we haven't taken. And because of that now we're envious. So it's either going to motivate you. Or it's going to make you envious. When you see something you should be motivated. Like okay. Listen this brother is from the, you know, from the same neighborhood as me. And he got exactly what I'm looking at. That means I can do this. That means humble yourself. Go to the brother. Brother what I mean. How did you. How did you get this? How did. I mean what did you do brother? See you can go there. But that takes humility. And we know that envy comes from pride. See how that all encompasses itself? When I see a brother that have something that I aspire to be or I admire, I'm not going to envy the brother. I'm going to learn from the brother. He's not an enemy. He's an example. That's how you're supposed to look at it, brothers and sisters. Because usually the envy comes in when somebody is doing something that you thought you could do but didn't. See, that's where the envy come in, because you like, I could have did that, but you didn't do it. So now you're angry. So you don't have to be angry, brothers and sisters. You just find out, OK, well, listen, let me humble myself. That's not the right spirit. I feel it on me. Let me repent of that. Whatever this sister did to gain whatever that is or this brother did. Let me take the steps to do that same thing. So you don't have to be envious brothers and sisters just because you see something that you like you don't have to that's a choice we wanted to put that out there you could nip that in the bud right away read that one more time brother verse
1: 23 but if thine eye be evil thy whole body shall be full of darkness if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness how great is that
0: darkness right so we just wanted to magnify that our brothers and sisters we don't have to be envious brothers and sisters we can take it as motivation instead of as a jealousy that's our prerogative we have the right to do that and that's what we'll do that's what we'll do we won't allow allow Satan to come in and use this to tear down our own brothers and sisters we will humble ourselves and say if this brother can obtain it he's not better than me so if i take these same steps the most high will bless me now we're going to go into the cure brothers and sisters For this particular sickness. We're going to go to Romans 12 and 15. We got four scriptures and we're closing out. Romans 12 and 15.
1: Romans 12 verse 15. Rejoice with them that do rejoice. And weep with them that weep.
0: So it's essential to celebrate other people's victories brothers and sisters. Verse
1: 16. Read that one more time actually brother. Verse 15. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. See, so this is how you cure
0: this particular sickness, brothers and sisters. We're called to rejoice when things are going well for others, even if they're not going particularly well for you. This is how you overcome it. Being happy for others. To combat jealousy, we should rejoice in other people's accomplishments, brothers and sisters. And somebody who can't do that, keep an eye on them. Keep an eye on them because if if it's not their accomplishment <laughs> they can't rejoice.
1: Read that one more time, brother. Verse 15. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Right.
0: So we wanted to magnify that. This is how you cure this disease is by being happy for other people. Celebrate their victory as if it's your victory. Brothers and sisters. Philippians 2 and 3. New Testament.
1: Philippians 2, verse 3. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Read that last part again. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves.
0: See, so it's essential to learn to celebrate the victories of others if we proceed, excuse me, if we proceed with the right heart and, and, and walk in peace. If that's what our goal is, To have a pure heart and walk in peace. This is essential. To esteem others better than ourselves. Be happy for other people. That's how you cure this particular sickness and disease. Even if you don't feel like it. This is how you overcome this sickness. Is by being happy for other
1: people. Read that one more time brother. Verse 3. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves.
0: Right. So those who have a high level of self-esteem and integrity are usually happy for other success. And they're usually not consumed with envy because usually that envy comes from self-esteem, a low self-esteem, which nobody can do anything about. That's self-esteem. So only you can can deal with that. Only you can deal with that. So first, you what you have to do is find your purpose, because envy usually comes from a lack of acceptance by saying I want his life because I'm not happy with the life you gave me, Father. That's what that's where it comes in. I want his wife because I'm not happy with the wife you gave me, Father. I want his job because I'm not happy with the job you gave me, Father. See? It comes from ingratitude. That's what the Bible is showing you. It comes from ingratitude, brothers and sisters. And we can deal with that. We we can learn. Now we're learning how do we combat this? Without this knowledge, There's no way to overcome this. That's why the Bible is there for us to say, okay, now I can identify it. Now I can overcome that. Without this, you just spiral out of control. Read that one more time brother.
1: Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look, not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Now, this is not
0: saying covet. Let me see what he got and what he got and what he got. That's not what this is saying. This is saying you want this brother to be successful and happy, just like you. And if it's not your turn, you wait. Well, if he if if I don't have it, he shouldn't have it. (laughs) That's that crabs in a bucket mentality. Well, he should only get it after I get it. So usually what happens Brothers and sisters, as, as long as somebody is on your same level or doesn't surpass you, the envy doesn't show. But if that person spiritually or economically surpasses you, that's when that envy comes in, because you really don't want them to be better than you. And that comes with comparison. That's why you don't compare. Bible going to show you that. Go to Corinthians 10 and 24, and then we'll end it at Mark 12. First Corinthians 10 and 24.
1: First Corinthians 10 and 24 Let no man seek his own But every man another's wealth
0: So this is talking about Celebrating others' success Brothers and sisters Not about just you Well I'm not happy because I mean he got the job Not me He got the car Not me So I mean I ain't really Don't really matter to me it Don't affect me at all See Bible's showing you How to overcome that spirit of envy Because if it's not one brother It'll be another brother It'll be another, system. It'll just keep transferring. It'll just keep transferring. That's what it'll do. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Let no man seek his own, but every man another's wealth.
0: Right. So if if we have the mind and heart, brothers and sisters, uh, to fulfill God's will, then rejoicing in other people's happiness is a must. It's a requirement. If you want to deal with a pure heart, brothers and sisters. So your ability to do so gives insight to your spiritual condition and your spiritual maturity. If you can't be happy for another brother, we can see the condition of your your heart. You're wicked. (laughs) You're evil. Because if it's not you, then you don't care about it. You're not happy about it. So if you can't bear to hear others celebrated in your presence, (laughs) you're envious. And you need to deal with that. You don't need to tell nobody else, but you need to deal with that. If something, you feel something when somebody else is being recognized or celebrated, then you dealing with envy. And you need to go to your father and repent and turn away from it. Simple as that. It's not It's not something that needs to be magnified or somebody should feel less about you. No, it's not about that. We all have the wicked heart. <laughs> we all have the wicked heart. It's time we get that in subjection. Now, we're going to go to Mark 12 and 29. And then we'll actually close it at Romans one because we're going to show you a curse. This is where the envy breeds. This is where it starts, brothers and sisters. And then we'll give you the
1: final cure. Mark twelve, verse twenty nine. <clears throat> and Christ answered him The first of all the command <clears throat> The first of all the commandments is Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment.
0: What's the second?
1: And the second is like, namely this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Read that again. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Why do we go here? Because you're supposed to love your neighbor as yourself.
0: So when your neighbor... (laughs) Does good. When your brother does good, you're supposed to love that like it was you. <laughs> See? Look at that. When he get the job, we get the job. <laughs> when he get the car, we get the car. Look at that, brothers and sisters. See, if if we, if we Israel did that, it would be... Un- they couldn't break us. They couldn't get in. Satan could not get in. Because we celebrate everybody's success like it's our own. Read that last part again, brother.
1: <clears throat> Verse 31. And the second is like, namely this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Now, this magnifies
0: the curse of comparison, brothers and sisters. Because when you start comparing, there's only two things that's going to happen. That's a sin to compare. And we're going to show you why. Because if you compare yourself with somebody else, you're either going to be motivated or envious. Why? Because it's only two things that can happen. If you compare your car with his car, It's either worse or it's better. (laughs) If you compare your house with his house, it's either worse or it's better. If you compare your life with his life, it's either worse or it's better. (laughs) So either way, you're coming out feeling inferior or superior. See, that's where the sin come in, because that's what comes from comparing. That's what comes from comparing. Either now you feel like you're better than a brother or you feel like you're worse. (laughs) That's where the sin come in. Because it's the only two things that you can get from comparing yourself. Well, yeah, let me compare his shoes with my shoes. Oh, his shoes are better than mine. Let me compare his car with my car. Well, his car is better than mine. <laughs> See, that's what happens. And then that, that breeds resentment to the Most High God. You have a business. You, you go to a friend of yours who has his own business. And you say, man, that, that recession hit us hard, man. Our, our business is struggling to stay afloat. How about yours? He's like, nah, we good. You're like what? He's like no, the recession ain't hit us. Now you go to the Most High God. Like listen, we're both plumbers. You you love him better than more than me. We got the same job, but he's not struggling. You love him more than me. You don't like me. <laughs> See, so now you only you start resenting that brother and the Most High God. Yeah, that's you. You got favorites. I must not read the Bible enough. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you compare brothers and sisters. Nothing good comes from comparing. Because either you're going to feel inferior or superior. That's a sin. It's the sin of comparison, brothers and sisters. Don't do it. That's how Satan worked his way in. Listen, I don't need to compare myself with you because there ain't no comparison. If you have that, that's for you. And I can be happy without it. <laughs> that's the, Because the Most High will give it to me. If he had it for me, when he want to give it to me. So I don't, listen, that brother can have the nicest car. That's a nice car, brother. You look good in that car, brother. (laughs) Sure, you look good. don't really fit me, though, but you know, (laughs) not really for me, but it looks good on you. Don't compare yourself, brothers and sisters. The Most High God have a unique plan for you. That only works best for you. Now we go to the the final cure, which is Romans 1 and 21. When you're dealing with envy, this is what you should do, brothers and sisters. Romans 1 and 21.
1: Romans 1 and 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were they thankful. Read that again, brother. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. That's where it comes in. That's how you break it. Glorify the Most
0: High God. That's the first thing you do. Thank you, Father. (laughs) Thank you for everything you've given me. Thank you. You are powerful. You are mighty. You are all-knowing. See? That's where
1: you break it. Continue, brother. Neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imagination. See? Neither were they thankful. So this is showing you
0: how to break it, brothers and sisters. (laughs) So first you have to realize that Nothing that you have Do you deserve That's the first thing You need to realize (laughs) No matter how little it is You don't deserve it (laughs) That's for darn sure Neither do I So that's the first thing you do Read it one more time From the top brother This is how you
1: break That spiritual blindness Because that When they knew God They glorified him Not as God See So glorify Think about magnifying A magnifying
0: glass You need to magnify The most high God (laughs) Magnify his power Neither were they thankful. So now here it comes. And this is what we urge you to do. If you're feeling that spirit, then every day you need to thank the Most High for 10 things that you got. That's what I do. Thank you, Father, for my health. Thank you for my car. Thank you for my house. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my kids. See, that will break that cap. That will break it right there. Because a lot of times he's telling you unthankfulness led to that filthy imagination. Thank the most high God for 10 things every single day. We're talking about out loud, out loud, because usually we just go right into what we need. (laughs) Thank the most high God. That's how you break that. That's the cure.
1: Read that one more time, brother. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish hearts was darkened. See, so it's telling you they glorified him not
0: as God. So when you take your eye off God, you put it on somebody else. And that's what it envy become. Because you took your eye off the father and, and put it on him, in his car, in his clothes, in his job, in his title. So you have to keep your focus on the most high God and be thankful, brothers and sisters. Today's lesson was crabs in a bucket. Uh, we challenge, we beseech all of our brethren to take a look inside of themselves. Our sisters also, and to see is there something that could turn and destroy not only yourself But everybody around you And if it is, repent of that Address that brothers and sisters And come back to the Father We want to say Kwam yasharala. Kwam yasharala. Sin no more, Sin no more.